0: Are you that person who leaps at the opportunity to take a free class or scour YouTube looking for instructional videos on obscure topics? When you find that interesting new skill, you deep dive, binge watch every video, listen to every podcast, and then check out every book? Have you ever marveled at a person's ability to graft an apple tree, fletch an arrow, or restore an antique car? If so, then this is the podcast for you. I am Paul, the Polymath, and this is CAST, Knowledge, Acquirements, Skills, and Theory of Learning. Welcome all skills collectors, knowledge adventurers, trivia ninjas, dabblers, and masters of their domain. This week's episode is a two-part motivator. Part one will emphasize the importance of growing the number and depth of your skills at your fingertips. Polymathematics is about diverse and deep skills. Do not neglect the opportunity to learn a simple new thing every day about your life's work or passion, but also about those second or even third-tier skills that you have been fostering. Part 2 will explore who is more important in the teacher-learner relationship. Part 1. Get Diverse Diversity of knowledge, background, and skill is a great metric to determine a person's self-guided life. Honest reflection about skills achievement will reveal that we have areas of strength that we may want to build upon, or areas of weakness that we may want to spackle and smooth. What makes a person never stop learning and seeking knowledge? Let's break it down. A person with a wide variety of skill sets will have the following advantages in life. One, versatility. A person with diverse skill set can take on a variety of tasks and responsibilities, making them more valuable in the workforce. Two, adaptability. The ability to adapt and pivot and apply skills in new areas can be crucial in today's rapidly changing job market. Also, being a model for the spirit of adaptation will help lead those around you to have lower anxiety and become functional in today's extreme job market. 3. Problem Solving A diverse skill set can help individuals approach problems from different perspectives and find innovative solutions. A very specific example of this is Temple Grandin. For those of you who have never heard of Temple Grandin, she is a renowned animal behaviorist who has made a significant contribution to livestock industry. She was diagnosed with autism at a young age and struggled to communicate and connect with others. But her unique perspective and deep understanding of animal behavior helped her to develop innovative solutions for managing and caring for livestock. One of Grandin's unique contributions was the design of more humane slaughterhouses. She recognized that many of the stressors and injuries that animals experienced during the slaughter process were caused by their fear and confusion in unfamiliar environments. To address this problem, she designed a system of chutes and ramps that gently guided animals through the slaughterhouse, reducing their stress and preventing injury. Grandin's work in animal behavior and welfare required a deep understanding of biology and psychology and engineering, and her personal experience with autism helped her to develop a unique perspective on animal behavior. Her contributions to the livestock industry have had a profound impact on animal welfare and have improved the quality of life for millions of animals worldwide. 4. Greater enjoyment of their center skill Appreciation for just how far you've come can increase your general life satisfaction. Broad knowledge is a satisfaction multiplier. Five, being evergreen. Having a broad skill set allows you to stay current with new technologies and tools. Of all of the items on this list, this is probably the most important, even though I placed it at number five. Staying evergreen facilitates pragmatic as well as esoteric learning benefits. On the other hand, specializing in a particular skill or area has its own benefits. Maybe it's time for you to start specializing now. Build one of those second-tier skills into a 10,000-hour skill. Turn from a Tier 2 into a Tier 1. First benefit. 1. Expertise. Specializing allows a person to develop deep knowledge and mastery in a particular subject, making them an expert in that field. 2. Career advancement, specialization can lead to greater opportunities for advancement and higher earning potential in a particular industry. On a side note, often contrary to the goals of this podcast, employers like to see a focus. I would like to present that you can always leave things off of your resume, only expose your broad knowledge when you can leverage it. Three, focus. By focusing on one area, individuals can direct their energy and resources towards becoming the best in their field. Four, perspective. A high level of achievement in one specific field gives perspective on what it takes to hone a craft or master a field of knowledge. My listeners should choose to do both of these things. Proper time management and burning curiosity will drive my listeners to both master a skill as well as constantly seek out knowledge and new areas of interest. Part 2 The Master Learner or the Master Teacher. Which of these two areas, master-learner, master-teacher, has a more powerful impact on the epistemology of polymathematics? Who is more responsible for the acquisition of skills and student understanding? The master-learner or the master-teacher? In recent interviews, we have learned that time, investment, and different skills varies wildly to achieve modern expertise. The art of learning is the art of becoming, a journey for the long game. Rewards along this journey can be scarce and are often intrinsic. So what qualities does a learner need to embrace to become a master learner? Let's explore some of the vocabulary terms to define and refine the terms we need to be comparing and contrasting in today's episode. The term master teacher typically refers to an expert educator who has achieved a high level of proficiency in teaching and has the ability to inspire and motivate students to learn. Master teachers typically have undergone extensive training and have gained experience in their field of teaching as well as their field of expertise. On the other hand, a master learner is a person who has developed the skills and habits necessary to become an effective and efficient learner. Master learners are able to learn independently and adapt to new challenges in various learning environments. Is a master learner born that way, or do they know something that we can learn about to become better learners ourselves? In an article in the Harvard Business Review, Ulrich Boser points out that many people approach learning without much focus. He says, quote, A growing body of research is making it clear that learners are made, not born. Through the deliberate use of practice and dedicated strategies to improve our ability to learn, we can all develop expertise faster and more effectively. In short, we can all get better at getting better. End quote. While there is no definitive arrival point that you get a certificate or some sort of recognition for becoming a master learner, the master learner has some traits that I think would help define their success. Curiosity the driving force behind every learning experience is curiosity, inquiring mind that seeks to understand and prize open the locks of knowledge. They are willing to challenge the gatekeepers and ask the right questions in order to find the deeper appreciation for the way things work. In a study entitled States of Curiosity, Modulate Hippocampus-Dependent Learning via the Dopaminergic Circuit, Gruber-Gelman and Ranganath discovered neural mechanisms that support the ideas that people are better at learning things that they are curious about. Seems like common sense. That curiosity enhances memory, though. That curiosity was also associated with anticipation, and that curiosity also had benefits for incidental material. I believe this study verifies what we already suspected about the curious and incurious mind. Curiosity being vital for not just driving learning, but enhancing the effectiveness of the learning process. Resourcefulness. Being resourceful is essential to being a master learner because it enables individuals to find, access, and utilize the information and tools necessary to learn effectively. Resourcefulness involves being able to identify and utilize a range of resources including textbooks, online articles, videos, mentors, and peer groups. A master learner who is resourceful has the ability to identify gaps in their knowledge and then use their problem-solving skills to find necessary resources to fill those gaps. This involves being proactive, seeking out new information, and using a variety of resources to gain a comprehensive understanding of a given topic. In addition, being resourceful can help master learners overcome obstacles that may arise during the learning process. For for example, a resourceful learner who is struggling with a particular concept or skill may seek out alternative learning materials or connect with a mentor or peer who can offer guidance and support. Furthermore, being resourceful allows master learners to be more self-directed and independent in their learning as they are not solely reliant on formal education institutions or teachers to guide their learning journey. This enables them to take charge of their own learning and achieve their goals more effectively. I think that perhaps being resourceful should be at the top of our list. Being resourceful is a crucial aspect of being a master learner as it enables individuals to access and utilize a variety of resources and overcome obstacles in the learning process. It is a key trait for those seeking to achieve success both formal education and self-directed learning contexts. Time management skills Time management is crucial for being a master learner. The ability to manage time empowers both individuals to prioritize their learning goals, balance their learning activities with other responsibilities, while maintaining a consistent learning pace. Effective time management involves setting clear goals, breaking them into manageable tasks, allocating time and resources, and achieving a sense of accomplishment that enables motivation and engagement in the learning process. To illustrate the importance of time management, let me tell you a tale of a high school student named Emily, who was preparing for the SAT exam. Emily is on her way to becoming a master learner. She is curious, she is hardworking, and she has good time management. She is committed to achieving her goals and making the most of her study time. Emily makes lists, sets a schedule for her study time, and crafts SMART goals. Her study schedule breaks down the material into manageable sections and allocates specific block of time for each section. For example, she schedules an hour to review vocabulary, followed by an hour of math practice problems, and then she takes a short break before moving on to reading comprehension practice. Emily also prioritizes her study time by focusing on the areas that she needs the most help with. Being self-aware, she has identified that she struggles with reading comprehension so she allocates more time to this section of the exam. Additionally, Emily is aware of the importance of taking breaks and managing her energy. She schedules short breaks throughout her study sessions to give her brain a rest and to charge her batteries. She sets a firm end time for her study sessions so that she can have time for her other activities like exercise or spending time with friends. By managing her time effectively, Emily is able to make steady progress in her test preparation and achieve her goal of scoring well on the SAT exam. Her approach to time management allows her to stay focused, motivated, and efficient while also balancing her studies with other important aspects of her life. Simple time management skills are powerful when executed well. Willingness to risk and fail. The willingness to fail powers the master learner. A growth mindset, which is a belief that one's abilities can be developed through hard work, dedication, and perseverance, is closely related to resilience, which is the ability to adapt and bounce back from setbacks and failures. Research in the area of growth mindset and resilience has shown that individuals who embrace failure as an opportunity for growth and learning are more likely to be successful in achieving their goals. A study by Dweck in 2014, found that students who were taught to embrace a growth mindset were more likely to persist in the face of challenges and setbacks, and ultimately achieved better academic outcomes than students who were not versed in growth mindset. Furthermore, individuals who approach learning with a growth mindset and willingness to fail are more likely to take risks, try new things, and push themselves outside of their comfort zones. This can lead to new discoveries and breakthroughs, as well as increased confidence and self-efficacy. On the other hand, individuals who approach learning with a fixed mindset, which is the belief that one's abilities are predetermined by factors like genetics or talent, may be more likely to avoid challenges and setbacks for fear of failure. This can limit their potential for growth and success. If you want to become a master learner, adopt a growth mindset and be willing to fail on the learning journey. Great listening skills. Active listening engages the learner and increases comprehension excellent listening skills break the communication barrier at the receiver end of the conversation. Master learners understand the importance of breaking communication barriers and understand that their ability to listen is the only part of the conversation that they have control over. Exercise active listening. For those of you in the audience who are unfamiliar with active listening skills, be sure to subscribe. I will have an episode on active listening very soon. Excellent listeners remain curious Quiet and attentive to the speaker, take notes when necessary, read back or say back instructions or main points to verify comprehension, and they don't interrupt. Think of the listener as the receiver in a radio transmission. The radio station can transmit all day long, but if nobody turns on their radio or tunes in, the message is nothing but a waste of energy. Self-awareness. Self-awareness is an important characteristic that impacts the master learner in a number of ways. Self-aware individuals are able to recognize their own strengths and weaknesses, identify areas for improvement, and adjust their learning strategies accordingly. Research has shown that self-awareness is positively associated with academic achievement, particularly in higher education. For example, a study by Sampson and Gross in 2012 entitled, quote, The relationship between self-awareness, the Jahari window, and academic performance, published in the Journal of Education and Practice, found that self-awareness was positively related to academic performance among college students, particularly in the areas of critical thinking, problem-solving, and communication skills. Self-awareness also allows individuals to set realistic goals and track their progress over time. By being aware of their own strengths and weaknesses, master learners can set learning goals that are challenging but achievable, reflect on those goals, and track their progress to ensure that they are making steady progress. What about the master teacher? Where do they fit into this versus part of the episode? Well, here's my take. While all teachers have an expert knowledge of their subject area and have developed tools around pedagogical best practices and tirelessly work to improve their ability to engage students, the master teacher was first and foremost a master learner. The primacy of being an expert learner first is analogous to the luxury features of the heated leather seats and high horsepower motor as they become the souped-up roadster of teaching professions. The master teachers remember and share techniques that made them successful. Hopefully, they utilize these techniques to overcome obstacles during their path to teaching. This resilience of learning and problem solving gives them the insight to see their students' struggles and share the methods and tools that helped them, as well as noticing when a student is utilizing a tool that isn't working. The master teacher motivates through a comfort that allows them to utilize humor, tell stories, and spark imagination in their students. This comfort is because they themselves once had to master the learning process in order to stand at this point in their journey in front of those students. The master teacher continues to demonstrate the willingness to risk and fail. They also display curiosity and they value new information. They stay relevant and up-to-date with the world around them. Self-aware that although their opinions about the latest social media trends might be negative, that their students are trapped in that world. They need to know that world in order to help free their students. The master teacher shares their current learning with their students. They demonstrate the ability to explore the world, utilizing time management skills to do more with the precious little time that they have. Before I wrap up, please share this podcast with your friends, families, and students. Please subscribe and leave a review in Apple Podcasts. The engagement helps to push this to the top of the learning category, and it will help others to find it. Also, if you have time, please share this out as a Facebook post, or a LinkedIn, or a Twitter, or an Instagram. Every follower helps. And so, here we have it. Master learners and master teachers are actually two sides of the same coin in the world of polymathematics. A master learner is a curious and resourceful individual who can independently acquire knowledge and adapt to various learning environments. They're skilled at managing their time, setting goals, and overcoming obstacles to achieve success. Meanwhile, a master teacher is an expert educator who can inspire, motivate students to learn. They have metamorphosed from the master learners they themselves once were and retain the skills required to achieve their own academic goals. Master teachers are also often able to code switch between different ages and styles of teaching. They are able to abbreviate and be concise with instructions. But who has a greater impact on the acquisition of skills student understanding? The truth is they're both essential to the learning process. Master learners can take charge of their own education, but they often require the guidance and mentorship of a master teacher to reach their full potential. Conversely, A master teacher can provide invaluable instruction and support, but without the skills and habits of master learners, students may struggle to retain the information and apply it to real-world scenarios. So whether you're a skills collector, knowledge adventurer, trivia ninja, the key is to embrace both the mindset of the master learner and the expertise of the master teacher. Seek out new learning opportunities, be curious and resourceful, and don't be afraid to ask for help when you need it. With a balanced approach that combines the best of both worlds, you can become a true polymath and achieve your learning goals with confidence and success. If you are a coach or trainer who has had or currently works with a student who demonstrates the traits of a master learner, please email me with your story at paulthepolymath at gmail.com. Please use the words master learner in the subject line and I might ask you to join me for an interview on the show.